If you would like your business to feature on this podcast, send us a message on our WhatsApp line, 0590-290-182. From silentbeast.com, this is Lab Issues, bringing you real stories from real people. I am your host, Afia Ajman. There are some people who can't simply walk away from their past. No matter what you do to them, they'll always find a way back to the dark path of their past. That's the kind of relationship Kwachi had with his girlfriend. No matter how hard Kwachi tried to keep her close, she was always a step away from him. What then becomes of their love? Elikam reads Kwachi's story, Some Sinking Hearts Cannot Be Rescued. When I proposed love to her, she said, no, we can only remain friends. I spent days and weeks trying to make her understand the intentions of my heart. I went on dates with her on several occasions, and at the end of each date, I declared my love for her all over again. After some weeks, she sent me a message. I know your intentions, and I have come to trust your heart. Kindly give me some days to think about things. My life is not in perfect shape right now. Allow me to flatten the curves. I will come back to you with happy news. I asked her, what am I supposed to do during these times? Can I call you or come to see you? She responded, we can be everything, but just do not mention your proposal. Days turned to weeks and weeks turned to months. She still said nothing to me. Not knowing is a frustrating situation to be in. You are with a girl. You don't know what both of you are and you can't go on because you don't know what the two of you may become. Two months later, I brought the conversation back to the table. She said, I thought we agreed to not talk about this until I'm ready to give you an answer. Don't you have the heart to wait? She was clearly angry or frustrated or confused. Then she continued. I was thinking of saying no all this while, but I was assessing your patience. Since you can't wait without talking about it, the answer is still no. Let's be friends. I didn't mind being friends with her. All I wanted to know was what was the way forward for the both of us. I didn't want to keep believing that she would say yes, and then she would later come and say no. The die was cast. We were friends. I started treating her like I treated all my friends. I didn't call often, and she didn't call often. She said hi only when she watched a funny thing on my WhatsApp status, or when she saw something on the status that she wanted me to send to her. That was fine, after all, we were friends. Four months later, I had a call from her. She asked, do you still feel the same way you felt about me some months ago? Because I think I'm in love with you now. So, if you still have the love you had for me and nothing has changed, I'm saying yes to you now. 
The whole thing felt so out of place that I didn't know what to say or do. I was very quiet on the phone for some seconds. She kept asking, are you still in love with me? I told her all of this was sudden and unexpected and that I didn't even know what to say. If I may know what has changed, I asked her, why did you change your mind about me? She answered, nothing changed. I told you I had some rough edges to smoothen in my life. Everything is clean and smooth now, and I believe I'm ready to be in love with you. I said, you no longer care about my impatience? She responded, that wasn't the issue. I only needed some space to think, and you were pushing it, so I had to get away. Honestly, I was still in love with her. I didn't meet anyone while I was away from her, and I couldn't kick her out of my mind, though I was trying to. What baffled me was the sudden nature of her turnaround. It made me feel like she said yes to someone else, which didn't work out, and now she wanted to use me as a consolation prize. Being a consolation prize or a second choice in a relationship is a sad thing. You become the one they turn to when the best is off their reach. In my language, it is called sapofono. They only look for you when all else failed. I wasn't ready to be her consolation. Yeah, she was talking about some sharpening, but what were those edges that she needed sharpened? So I asked her. She responded, they are personal. I'd rather not talk about it. I responded, honestly, I love you. I want you in my life. Nothing has changed, but this is very sudden for me. So kindly give me some days to sort myself out. I need to put everything in perspective and make sense out of it. She'll call me morning, afternoon, and evening to accuse me of not loving her enough. If you truly loved me, then why are you being hesitant? That means if I said yes to you the first time, you would, have taken, you would not have taken me seriously. You are wasting time. What if someone comes in my life tomorrow and I say yes to him? She started talking as if I was taking forever to give her an answer, but I had only taken four days. I tolerated her impatience. It didn't really bother me because I knew what I wanted. A week later, I told her, why not? Let's be in love. We can all give love a try. It doesn't hurt. She was happy. I was happy too. We started going on dates and talking about our future together. I realized the future excited her, so we talked more about it. We got home after a date one night, and the feelings were off the roof. We started kissing, and fingers started rolling, the edges of the skirt up, just to find a way to where pleasure can be found. Just when I was about to hit gold, she held my hand and asked, what are you trying to do? I wasn't in the mood to talk, so I kept going. She resisted and screamed, no, 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 stop it. What are we doing? I told her, if you are not ready to go into that, fine. But don't ask me what I'm doing because you know where I'm driving to. Is this what everything is about? She asked. To get sex? What do you mean? I asked her. She responded, you are taking things too fast. 
it makes the whole thing look like you are just in for sex. I told her I am not in for sex. I am in for you. This is just passion rising up. That was when she started laying down the rules. Rule number one, blah, blah, blah. Rule number two, blah, blah, blah. Rule number three, that's very, very important. We were not going to have sex until we were married. You guys run under the cover of love only to seek sex. After that, you walk away as though nothing else mattered. You guys, you know my name. Obviously, I'm not you guys. So what are you talking about? You guys are all the same. You get what you want and you jump off. You sincerely believe I will waste my time with you all in the name of sex? That's what all of you say. If you indeed love me, like you want me to believe, staying off sex before marriage wouldn't be a problem. Someone had sex with you and ran away? It happens all the time. My friends talk about it. I've read about it. I see it happen all the time. I don't mind staying off until we are married. But if you say the way you are saying it, you make me feel like you are punishing me for the wrong someone did to you. I am not the one who had sex with you and, want, and went away. My name is Kwache, not you guys. We agreed on no sex until marriage. After all, sex isn't everything. You love a girl, you love her with or without sex. That's love. We were happy. All the rules were obeyed and we spent a year in the relationship. All year, no one hurt each other. But there was one thing that I couldn't understand. Her mood swings. She could be angry for no reason at all. When that happened, she would not talk to me or answer my call or even try to see my face. It happened so often that I got used to it. But one day, it got extreme. She cried for days and refused to eat. All she did was to type on her phone. Nothing I said would make her open up to me. That made me very anxious, so I started asking questions. Not from her, but from some of her friends. Some said, leave her, that's how she is. She does it to us. Some wouldn't say anything. One of them was very kind to me. She said, I'm telling you this because I believe you need to know the truth and you will save her from herself. She's, she's still dating that boy. I don't know what she sees in him, but no matter how bad he treats her, she keeps going back to him. That boy? Who is that boy? I got to know that the acceptance of my proposal got delayed because of that boy. Also, she was having relationship problems with someone else, but I suffered the consequences of that relationship. That boy had been the conductor of her emotions, orchestrating her mood swings. They had been together for years, but nothing seemed to work, and she was scared of walking away. Indeed, she used me as a shield for days when her heart would be breaking. I confronted her. She was very open to me. I watched her as she told me her story, a story of abuse, rejection, and unrequited love. I asked her, so you think keeping me around while he's still in the picture would help you heal? We have done a year already and you still run to him? Watching her look so depressed, 
and out of color, got to me. I have come to love her. She was a good girl in a whirlwind of confusion. She needed a man to help her pull away from the emotional abuse she was going through. Maybe that's why she chose me. She needed help, and I was ready to help her. I asked her, do you love me? She responded, yes, I do. You are a good person, and I would love to be with you. I am just in a state of confusion now. Just give me some time. I will settle this. I told her to give me the chance to help her. It doesn't matter what you want me to do. Just tell me. She said, I only need you to be there for me. I'm walking away this time, and I'll never look back. I was with her through all of it. I was with her when she was fighting off the edge to call him. I was with her when she was struggling not to pick his calls. It wasn't easy for her, but I saw her efforts and encouraged her. I didn't see myself as a boyfriend. I saw myself as a friend who wanted the best of this life for her. She spent a whole month without talking to him. She blocked him on WhatsApp and blocked him on Facebook. Three months later, she declared herself fit to love again. I told her you need more time for herself. Find yourself and build yourself. Know what you really want. If it is me, why not? She was convinced she was okay. She was also convinced that I was the one for her. We kept our love story going and closed the chapter between herself and that guy. We felt safe, enough for me to introduce her to my parents. And she did the same as the guy in her life. My parents knew I was in love with her and they were in love with her too. After two years in love, I decided we had to move a level up. I suggested that we started working on our relationship. She was so happy about it and started telling me where we should start. A few months later, I caught her communicating with that guy. I read the messages between them. They had been communicating for a while without telling me. She was telling the guy about me and why she couldn't bring herself to love me honestly like I was loving her. The guy responded, you and I were made for each other and no one can come between us. That was the point I realized that some people cannot be saved. You see them drowning and you try to give them a hand. By the time you realize, they succeed in pulling you deep inside the water to die with them. That day, I decided not to die with her. When I approached her about the messages I had read, she said she was sorry, that there was nothing she could do about it. He came back, and she didn't know what to say or do, and she was scared to tell me. I looked at her and regretted the years I had wasted trying to make her mine. I was sad for her. But I was angry with myself for trusting that I could turn her heart away from that guy. I told her, good to know you are back with him. I wish you well this time. I walked away with my heart beating so fast like I was going to fall off and die. I was lost. I didn't know what next I was going to do. I had lost a fight where the opponent wasn't even fighting. He only had to appear and just win and that really hurt my pride. I was heartbroken for days. 
but I slowly healed. Today, I tell this story with all the pride in my heart, knowing I did what was the best for the person I loved, simply because she couldn't rescue herself to be loved better. I moved on. I found someone else along the line who was worthy of my love, Sandra. She loved me back desperately, like I was the only thing her heart could find to love. We didn't waste time at all. We got engaged and got married soon after. Life is good. Love tastes better. What about her? I don't know much about her life right now, but wherever she is and whoever she is with, I pray that they are happy. Today's reader was Nana Elikim. Elikim is a writer, an author, and a columnist for a business and finance newspaper. He's also a co-owner of 2LBoys.com. You can follow his works on Facebook at Nana Elikem and on 2LBoys.com. Hi, Elikem. Hey. Uh, so how was the reading experience today? I found it interesting. I haven't done this in a while, so it was a good experience all in all. Moving on to the story you read, what are your thoughts about the story? Yeah, I think that there, there, was, there, wasn't, there wasn't complete honesty with the two people when they started out. Okay. Um, the guy seemed to have good intentions and everything. He made his intentions known and all of that. But the lady who was holding back at the time didn't disclose whatever was the reason why she was holding back. If I were in that situation, I think I'll bring the person to sit down and like try to get the person to open up fully um, to whatever situation because at the very beginning, yes, because relationships, you know, two people coming from different places with different past and all of that. Whether I like it or yes, it's coming with them into the relationship, and I don't think it is fair to your prospective partner to tell them it's a personal thing and you rather not talk about it because. Like it or not, it's going to have a way of, you know, rearing its head in the relationship when you go on some one way or the other. So um, it's, it, it, that, that part was a very important conversation to have. So that, that's something that I would have done differently. And then again, when it came up, that's another thing that they could have done something about. Very importantly, that the girl needed to face her situation deal with it, and um, what they did was more like putting a band-aid on the, on the thing without, you know, going to the root of it and dealing with it. For instance, the, there's no part of the story that says that the girl addressed her ex and, you know, called it quit or anything. What did she do? She just blocked him um, on Facebook, tried not to pick um, his calls and all of those things. Those are, um, if you like, short-term solutions because... Once the guy comes back into the picture, then she goes back to him. So there needed to be that head-on, direct dealing with the situation with the ex, whatever that situation was that they needed to deal with. Okay, Aleko, so thank you so much for coming today and for reading for us. It's a pleasure. Love Issues comes from your favorite relationship stories on silentbeast.com. If you would like your business to feature on this podcast, send us a message on our WhatsApp line 
0593-290-182. We are grateful to all who sent in their stories. We admire their strength and courage to share their stories with the world. This podcast is brought to you by Neskin Media and is executive produced by Nesta Jojo Iskin. Original score and sound comes from pixabay.com. If you love what you just listened to, kindly subscribe to us on Apple or Google Podcast or wherever you are listening to this. would also love it very much if you could share with your family and friends. My name is Afia Ajman. Thanks for listening and see you next week.